0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 94 of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, we have Alessandro Cetera, the founder and CEO of Herd. Let's not waste any time, let's bring them on. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. How are you today?
1: You're doing fantastic. How about yourself?
0: Doing well. Doing well. It's uh kind of dreary out in Boston today, but you know, you were just saying how you, you're you've been recently down in Florida and the weather hasn't been too kind to you uh there as well. <laughs> 2020's been rough all around, I guess. Almost over. That is that is the good <laughs> news, right? We're we're getting there. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm really excited to have you on the podcast. Um I think we should dive right into it. I'd love if you could tell the audience a little bit about yourself and then we'll talk about Hurt.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, So uh, my name is Alison Sotera. I've been uh, in the tech space for a little under a decade. Um, I I started off my career in in sort of product management with uh, with TripAdvisor up in Boston. Um, And... um, most recently was at Oscar Health Insurance in New York City, um, working on member acquisition. And so I've always really been fascinated by, I would say, technology and its fusion with uh, with healthcare. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and I think always have been really interested in how technology can help bring cost efficiency uh, to the space. Interesting.
0: Yeah, it's... Uh... I always love hearing people come from the product side. I feel like out of all the skill sets that really help in in the startup like world, right? Really being such a, a product driven person, it, it's it's one of the best skill sets. That it, this is my bias, and I wish I even had more of a product background. Right? I had to pick up a lot of this stuff through reading every material or book I can get my hands on. Um, how how? you kind of talked about it a little bit, but how has that experience, like working at an Oscar and, and being at a TripAdvisor and focusing on the product side of things, how has that helped you with H.E.R.D.? And then we can go into to H.E.R.D. quickly.
1: Um, well, I'd say product management is a lot about prioritization and doing like a couple of things, but making sure that they're really important and they make a difference. Um, and so I think that, you know, the challenge of being at a startup is that you have to do. You can do a billion things. Like there's literally like, you're the marketing, you're the HR, you know, you're the finance, and so I think um, one of the skill sets that you build as a PM is what's the most important thing that I should be focusing on, um, and you know how do I measure the impact of that one thing? And I so I I think sort of being really laser focused and and developing that skill set of being able to ignore certain things. Is is one of the things that that you find is sort of a necessity when you work at a startup because there's infinite possibilities of what you could do. Uh,
0: that makes sense. Could could you talk through uh, a little bit more about why why you started Herd, and then we can kind of go into kind of give us the why, how, what in regards to Herd.
1: Yeah. So um, in terms of why, um, one of the things that I noticed a lot at, at Oscar was that you know mental health is getting really expensive um, and, you know, costs are rising. Um, you can spend, you know, upwards of 200 $250 for a one-hour session. And a lot of people meet with therapists on a weekly basis. So those things add up. And so, you know, finding a way to make mental health something really affordable was something that I really wanted to tackle. But the thing is, I think a lot of uh, startups are attempting to sort of take the human element out of therapy um, in order to be really efficient. And so I wanted to find something really in the mental health space that brought, you know, a cost effective approach without necessarily eliminating the therapist from the equation altogether, because, you know, I think we all need people to talk to. Um, and so, um, you know, I would say the catalyst um, for why we built herd, um, which is really a marketplace for, for group therapy um, and support groups. So you can, you can visit us, you can find um, you know, a, a group on uh, anxiety or on stress, uh, on burnout, and um, you can join with others who are going with that, they're tackling that same issue, and, and you can work with a therapist um, alongside that group. And so, you know, the 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 real catalyst, I think, is was really me joining a group session in, uh, I think February, uh, January, February. Um, I was fascinated by the idea of group because it becomes, you know, cost effective. You spread the cost of a great therapist across, you know, eight, nine different people. Um, but I, I was curious on the experience. And so I, I attended a session and I was just like blown away by the sort of candidness and authenticity of the group dynamic. Um, You know, I think one-on-one therapy is great. I think you get to sort of like, you know, talk and share your feelings with a therapist, but there's a lot of like you giving information and not really taking anything back. Um, It's a one-way dialogue. And I I love how group makes it a discussion and you're talking to other people and you're learning how, you know, they faced certain challenges and gauging, is that applicable to my own situation? And so, you know, I I remember after the very first session, I texted my co-founder and I was like, you know, this is something that's really powerful. And it's surprising to me that, you know, group work is sort of tossed in, you know, it's almost in in the shadows. No one really thinks about it. Um, And so we loved this idea of like, can we create something that's really easy to use, brings group in the forefront and showcases therapists that run group in a really powerful way. And so that's what we're doing with Herd. Interesting.
0: Out of curiosity, so it makes sense, right? I feel like it might even make it a little more, a better situation for someone who's going through something. They feel more comfortable in a group setting, maybe than just that one-on-one, because they're surrounded by people that are dealing with something similar to them, right? Whether it's anxiety or burnout, right? Um, In terms of keeping things within the group, how how does that work? Like, what, what is kind of the the standard that everyone attending the group session and the, the people facilitating the group session um, is it the same level of you, you know keeping things amongst one another as it would be if it was a one on one session
1: yeah uh, the confidentiality is is huge to group and and one of the things that the uh, the therapist raises in sort of the screening call before you join your first group session is the fact that, you know, group is confidential and what is shared in the group should stay within the group. I think, you know, that's really important if people are sharing really personal stories, that there's an element of, you know, what you share stays stays within that ecosystem of other individuals. And I think because everyone is in sort of the same challenge, I think it is something that, you know, everyone acknowledges that, you know, confidentiality is something that's really important.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, no, it's... Uh... I, I took a look a while back at your site, and I, I think I, I think the way that you're presenting these opportunities—it it was basically like shopping, right? I was shopping for things that, uh, whether it be burnout, anxiety, like I, I really liked the the setting. I think you you followed a similar. I mean, that's probably part of the, the product manager and you too, right? You followed a something that the user feels really comfortable with, as if they're shopping for things that they they deal with. So. Um, kudos to you for for setting it up that way. How how did things, this is a question I ask everyone that comes on the podcast, how did things get affected positively, negatively, either way as a result of COVID? Did you see more people coming onto the platform or more people potentially needing help with like burnout, anxiety? What did that look like?
1: Um, So I think what we wanted to build shifted dramatically with COVID. And it's kind of a funny story. So you know, initially when my co-founder and I were still sort of tossing around, you know, how we want to build Herd, what we want to create, we always envisioned the groups being group meetings in person Um, and sort of, you know, you pay um, a rate to join the group, but you're ultimately going and and sort of joining that group in person. And we always had this idea of like, we'd make it virtual and we'd integrate with Zoom and we'd find, but we were always like, we don't think that therapists are ready to go fully virtual yet, and these are therapists that, like you know, they pay rent, like they have their own office space. It's really important to that. Um, and so uh, we actually always wanted to do the virtual side. We just were like maybe two years online, three years online. So for us, COVID was like a golden opportunity of you have all these therapists that suddenly can no longer actually host groups, and so they need a way to you know go virtual. Um, and that was one thing that we really just, you know, leaned into is we're like, listen, we'll help you sort of, you know, continue running your groups um, online in, in a virtual capacity. But it was, it was never something that we had initially envisioned when we were first, you know, starting out H.E.R.D., uh, which is, it's kind of funny that a pandemic can sort of completely change, you know, uh, your roadmap and, and move things up. But, um, but yeah.
0: Are there any specific types of like therapists that you, that you work with?
1: So the focus is on certified group practitioners. Um, so, um, you know, within sort of the therapy segment, um, there are, I mean, most therapists all do some element of training in group. It's part of sort of the process of certification. Um, but, you know, there are therapists that invest a lot of time in becoming group certified. Um, and so a big focus area for us is, is really going after, you know, those people who they, they're really passionate about group. And they're really passionate about certain topics, and they want to showcase that passion. Um, and and so that's been an audience that that's particularly resonated with us um, because you know they they care about this thing, and, and no one has really given them attention um, because no one's been thinking about group. And so the, the response for that audience has been has been really interesting. Interesting.
0: Huh. Where where can people learn more about, about the company?
1: Um, So if they visit us at uh, helloherd.com, you can uh, browse uh, different groups um, and, you know, we kept it as a really important thing that you could find and book a group in in a handful of clicks. Um, But, you know, one of the things that we also do is you can look at our providers and, and read more about them. I think, you know, a big part of finding a group is finding, you know, a therapist that you relate with. And so, um, If you go to our website, you can see both the groups as well as the providers that we're working with to to offer some really great groups.
0: Perfect. Um, And I will throw social media links, a link to the website in the show notes so our listeners to be able to easily navigate towards your page to learn more. But uh, thank you so much again for, for joining me on the podcast. It's been great learning more about you, heard, and we look forward to continuing to following your progress and, and hurts as well.
1: Awesome. Thanks for the time. really appreciate it. Thanks.
0: Hey everyone. I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsor block health. Block health is building the ecosystem of healthcare solutions and services to power the future of healthcare. Through Block Health, healthcare professionals and organizations can use their credentialing data for more. They can use the platform to store their credentialing and licensing related documents, fill out a smart common application that could be used to order multiple different services like provider enrollment, state license registration, state license renewals, and much more. To learn more about Block Health, please go to www.elochealth.com.